So we're here. We're here. Thank you for coming, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Uh, Darren Marsman, my friend, his friend. Yes, sir. Everyone's friend. Uh, professional stuntman, stunt coordinator, special effects expert, and what the hell, you even drove army tanks for a living once. That is correct. I know. I start somewhere. Yeah, man. Grab that bottle there, bud. Thank you. No, it's not yours. It's his. <laughs> oh. Here, let me oh, pour. I, I thought it was done now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we might as well just dive right in. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Yeah, man. Parting gifts. Yeah, let me know what you think of this, Darren. I don't know. I totally will. Again, I've uh, I haven't tried it, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, You know, I've tried numerous tequilas in my life. Yes, I have. And And you've uh, not tried this. I have not. I've I've seen it. Um, However, haven't had the pleasure. Well, okay. today's today's the pleasure. So uh, copy that. Before we go any further, is this a sponsor thing? Should nope, should... <laughs> not at all. No, no, no. Hey, hey, totally it might be someday, uh, right? <laughs> there's a tequila company out there that wants to sponsor us. Let's dive in. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Very happy to be here. Well, thanks for coming. So stoked to have you here. Feeling kind of honored, actually. Cheers. You know, I'm cool. sure out of the hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Mm-hmm. We are getting calls. You could call and text and, and emails on a daily basis. Damn, Skippy! People yeah. want to come here. I, I believe it. Why not? But we know who yeah, we man. want. And and thanks Hang for on. taking. I've got <laughs> <laughs> He's crying, ladies I'm and gentlemen. Crying, I know. I'm very um, emotional. So hey, listen. No, thank you for coming out. Of, you know, you've had a busy schedule. You were on set all day yesterday. You came down here today. This is wonderful. Super appreciative. Yeah. No worries, guys. Anytime. Yeah, we don't want to date the show, but what's what's the show you're doing? Right now, I'm doing a Beacon Twenty Three. Right on. Um, and I'm also working on um, uh, on the rocks. It's a, a Don Cheadle thing. Oh, right on. Who's directing? Yeah, yeah, awesome. I did that one uh, just the other day too. Did you? That was awesome. It's yeah. cool, eh? Yeah, Don he's Cheadle, awesome man. guy. Yeah. He's so, like, real. You yeah. Know? He's a very cool guy to work with. So, yeah. yeah. And, and cool. I, you know, I just come off of Flint Strong, the right boxing on. thing. Okay. Um, Clarissa Shields, uh, True Story, you know, Olympic fighter. Well, you've been busy, but... Michigan. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm trying to book a vacation. That's why I'm busy. Well, speaking of vacations, <laughs> you have got an incredible tan. Thank you so much. I, yeah, you know, man. I work on it, you know. I've got to top it up. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Uh, I've taken up paddleboarding, stand-up paddleboard, SUP. So much fun. Uh, so does that take fun. abs? It does. It takes abs. So what I do is, I, like, I get another person. I should kind of push a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone to swim along yeah, and uh, just, just, <laughs> keep it from rocking. Case. Yeah. No, it, it, it's uh, it's an excellent exercise regime, if you will. Yeah. Uh, zero impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're working your abs, you're working your arms, you're working all of that and your balance, you know, the stabilizers you never use in your feet when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, um, yeah, that's a great, so. well, that's kind of neat. It's very cool. Where do you go? Uh, Burlington. I've been to Burlington and just on uh, the lake kind of thing. Yeah. The, the Burlington, okay. the, the Burlington beach. You guys been there? No, no. My God. Let's I go. Like Let's just cut the show and go. Let's go and cut Take the tequila. Beach. Should we bring that? <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like Burlington has to, they've churched up their whole um, their whole water line, right? And and now there's like three beaches there. Um, you ever heard of Hutches? Hutches or it, Bar- Barangas? No. Is it a restaurant? Uh, Barangas is a restaurant. Hutch is also a restaurant. I went to a restaurant on Burlington on the waterline, sort of there. Yeah. Once before, and it was uh, it had a beautiful uh, back patio with flames and and all kinds. Is of Is that things where on. we went? It was gorgeous when we did the the BM, BMW oh, show. That would you be know Barangas. what? We might have. It's Barangas. 
Is it? That's Barangas. It's yeah. gorgeous. There's, there's totally good food too. Yeah. Very good food, um, and also to the east of it, like maybe a half a kilometer, three quarters of a kilometer, um, is Hutch's, which is also great. But it's it's like you know hot dogs, hamburgers, fries, right. all that stuff. But like nice stuff, you know, good good street food. <laughs> so you work Sweet. on your abs, and then you go eat stuff. Uh, <sighs> Just completely. Yeah, it's the battle. It's the battle that I'm working with. I love it. It's it awesome. Battle. But no, I love it. I love it. And, and uh, from what I can see, a lot of people have been taking up sandal paddleboarding because there's a lot of newbies out there. Um, well, I couldn't tell I the difference between a newbie and a nobby, but uh, we, we went kayaking. Yeah, we went kayaking a few weeks ago, and the river's full of them. Yeah, everybody's they're, they're on paddleboards. Yeah, I felt yeah. stupid being in a kayak. Yeah, yeah. Right? Paddleboard's a thing. It is. Well, it's very versatile. You can lay on it, sit on it. And do you have the type that do you have the type that you inflate? You know it, buddy. Okay. And I bought a pump too though, because I'm not going through that. No, no, (laughs) no. You 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 blow it up and then you can't get out on the water. Okay, I'm done. I'm I'm pushed just by blowing it up. Uh friends of ours have uh the blow up paddle boards and I personally have never seen them before. So she 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 showed me and they're really substantial. Like they're Oh, it's like yeah, they're the real deal. Totally. I mean, you, you when you're standing on it, it, it almost feels like this. Yeah. When when she said she stood on it, her and her husband, I thought it's like a air mattress, and you're going to go through it. How do you balance that? But it, but it's not. It's as hard as a rock. Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty neat. Hard as a rock, man. Hard as a rock, and that's what. And you can you can put it in your car. You roll it up. You don't yeah. Have to put it on your yeah. Rack and you're Traveling your car, with it, it's just so all easy. All of that. I mean, the, the thing and mine, like most of them too, they have like a a backpack situation with the bag. Um, and it's, um, you know, the thing is like, it's like this wide, this tall, you put it on your back and off to the beach. You and go. then you walk down the street with so this big long paddle. Is that what the deal is? It all, well, the paddle fold. Oh, does it? it? comes oh. apart. Oh, very cool. Come on. Randy. I don't know. So you grab, you go to, you go <laughs> to Hutch's, you grab a hot dog and then you hop on the paddle board and eat it out on the. I normally do the reverse. Ah, <laughs> mm. um, you know, hit the water first and uh, then, okay. you know, go for the guilty pleasure, but. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, when, okay. So, tell me about your military career. Like, you, you, what got you into film? My journey to film, yeah, started with stealing my dad's car, <laughs> wicked, uh, numerous times, and jumping out of windows and high school and stuff like that. Um, I always tell my father, well, you know, you've saved a whole lot on college because I did all my training <laughs> before this. You know, I've crashed a few cars when I was 14, 15, um, stuff like that. But the, but to answer your question, um, I joined the military when I was 18 years old. Right on. Um, look, I was looking for a job, basically. You know, it wasn't, uh, but I had done some reserve time. And I went, well, this is kind of easy. The interview's really easy. You know, they go, do you like the camp? <laughs> right, so I'm like, yeah, I like that cab. <laughs> and uh, do you like to drive big things? <laughs> sure, I'd like to do that. And so, therefore, I, you know, I, I went in, did the medical, and signed up, and uh, spent five years in the military. Well, now, where are you from originally? Montreal, Quebec. Ah, I'm awesome. French Canadian. Je suis un Français Canadien, monsieur. That's is my first. Nice. Language. Yeah, we're both over here looking confused. <laughs> and I've known I can, you for a kajillion years, and I, you really never heard that from me. <laughs> I can say uh, that's true. Yeah. De Cafe Noir. I, oh, I have un stylo. <laughs> nice. And you know what it means too, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. No, it's actually my first language. Okay. Wow. Well. I, I was I learned how to speak English when I was like eight. Oh wow. Um, went to French school from kindergarten, grade one, I think, and then. 
went to English in Montreal. School. In Montreal, yeah, I was in uh, Montreal. You know, I was there till uh, well eighteen, then moved out to New Brunswick, did my military time, went back to Montreal, and um, oddly enough, when I got out of the military, I was you know I did odd jobs, washing toilets and you know security at you know clubs and well bars and. Yeah, you know, hoedowns. I mean, it was New Brunswick or Macto, so you know, it was like kind of, but the tough places, and and um, just looking for stuff to do. Drove a cab for a while, and there was this um, this contest that they were having um, in this little town, and uh, it was like a Mister or Macto contest, which they'd never had before. Just a second, <laughs> I don't. Okay, okay, okay. The, the eyes. I could see the eyes going. Uh, <laughs> Mister Macto. I know. Look it up. It's there. <laughs> Um, and uh, I just happened to be part of the the club there because I worked as a DJ also too for a while. Okay, I, and, you can tell uh, by the voice. Thank you, thank you very much. Put your hands together for. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so it was as a lark, really. You know, let's do this. It was the first time because they've always had Miss Ormacto contests. Okay, so they never had a Mister one, and uh, I ended up winning the thing, basically. Long story short, I won Mr. Armacto. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. It's it's not on my resume, but... (laughs) And that propelled you into the film business? It did, because um, what happened was then I I was approached by a few people to do models and clothes and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, So I did. And then from there, I went, wait, this performing thing's kind of cool. I kind of like this. Um, How old were you at the time? 23, probably, 24, 23-ish. Let me see, 18. Yeah, five years, about, 23. Yeah, about 23, 24. Okay. And, um, and then uh, I got this bug for performing, I guess, being, well, performing. Yeah, So, yeah. so I went back to Montreal and uh, went to the actor studio for a couple of years. Oh, wow. Uh, while washing floors at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Um, and working in bars and sound like an actor. That's what right? say, That's not. what actors do. It's the normal yeah. route. It's nothing special, right? Absolutely. Uh, and then um, from there, uh, doing some plays, dinner theater stuff like that. Um, a few people said, you know, because I want to get into film, and TV, and stuff. And they said, you go to Toronto. And and I had a friend here living in Toronto, and uh, so I came to uh, basically knock on some doors. You know, because I was also pursuing a bit of the modeling thing, only to just keep in the entertainment sure. part of it things. Right? Sure, of course. And because um, it wasn't my thing, I really didn't like it. But hey, they were paying me to do it, so what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, in doing that, uh, I was, you know, again projected to, hey, you should go maybe talk to a background agent, extra stuff extra work and I went oh wait that's film okay let me try that and so I did and uh, worked a lot this was back in my goodness Top Cops and oh wow Forever Night and and you were doing background then yeah oh yeah yeah I was like I was on Top Cops like every week oh no kidding as a background dude right and that's how I met Matt actually yeah Um, I did two thirds of those episodes and you never saw me well I thought that was you (laughs) Maybe it's good that you I wasn't noticed. Therefore, I could come back next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a bunch of that, and then uh, then I you know started sniffing around, and okay, I think I'm found home <laughs> because it's the, mil- the the military and film industry works the same. Right. 
know, there's a chain of command, there's high expectations, mm. you know, timing doesn't matter, like, be there. Timing doesn't matter? Well, well, in other words, uh, we need to unset at 1.30 tomorrow morning. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, you you live that life 24 hours a day, and when we need you, you're there. Exactly. I see, I see. Absolutely. Makes sense. You know what I mean? There's no 9 to 5. There's no, like, you know, I was work work at 9 today, so maybe it'll be 9 tomorrow. No, it could change and stuff like that. So let's go back to Mr. Amukto. Oh, Jesus. Kind of afraid. I'm sorry. I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> We're really glad you did. Yeah. Thanks. Are there photographs available? Um, there is one photograph that was actually in the paper. Um, and I have it somewhere in my photograph archives at home. Okay. This was, of course, prior to digital. Sure. All of that. that makes sense. Right? It was just like, but I, there is one of all the guys involved yeah. um, in, the, in the contest. A very different look. No, no <laughs> I, issue. I had like a, lo- a beard, like the hair, right? The whole thing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I can picture it. It's yeah. scaring me. Oh, oh I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> so, so what did you have to do? Well, there was, it was a three-part thing. It was just like a, you know, you had the um, you had the dance portion. You know, you come out and you're like <laughs> the dance portion. It's, yeah. getting, <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was, you had to, you had to dress in like a, a formal, like a suit attire thing. Yeah. Um, and then you came out in like whatever sort of freestyle you wanted to go with. Now, is there anything you can show us? No. Okay. You don't want to get up and dance. Just keep your seat down. It's all good. You know, maybe if I come back and I bring a picture, I might, you know, give you a show. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) We'll be having you back. Yeah. More tequila. um, Yeah. More tequila. Exactly. (laughs) Cheers. Speaking hey, cheers. That. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. The honorable mention. Mm. And and yeah, I just um it, it was three things. There was uh again the uh freestyle thing, come out in your t shirt or skivvies or whatever you would want to do. Um then there was like talk about yourself and you know, be normal and uh and then you know, dress up with a suit and stuff like that. So, you mentioned world peace? Not at that point in time. It's an army town, so. <laughs> okay. Well, you did. You did mention the, the dance portion. What were the other portions? You really have to go back to that. <laughs> I uh, want to know what you did. You know, basically, it was like a makeshift runway. Put it this way: this place was at. Uh, this took place in the Pioneer Club in Ormacto, which was also the club that I trained at in karate. As you know, I was a Shotokan dude for a while. Yep. You know, got a brown belt. Nice. Know, you know, all that. Um, but that's where the 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 event was held. Um, so it wasn't like big formal thing, but the place was rammed. Like, <laughs> and it basically what it turned out to be was a popularity <clears throat> contest. Right. Um, small town. You know, I kind of was <clears throat> known because of this other like other stuff that I was doing driving cabs and stuff and you know i was a cordial guy yeah fun to get along with yeah like, so and my name was sam at the time so okay and might be people looking for him yeah, yeah. no it was uh, this actually was given to me by uh, <clears throat> harley morin this guy that when i was in the military one time we we're sitting around the rooms and we had just come from basic training and got posted to ormacto gagetown and uh, we're just sitting in the room, and they were going, uh, let's make some nicknames. And, like, literally, Harley went, Sam, that's a good name for you. Okay. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, that's good, let's do that. Uh-huh. And it stuck for, like, 
seven years, basically. Okay, so is I just heard something. Is Ermukto where Gagetown is? Mm-hmm. Gagetown is actually the name of the base. Okay, yeah. And it's in Ormocto, which is like 14 kilometers outside of... Uh, oh, copy that. I've, I've had other friends that went to Gagetown. I just didn't know it was near Ormocto where they have contests where young men can win and, and be popular. Well, why wouldn't? It's a marmy town. Wicked. A bunch of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this was the first time that they had done this Mr. Ormocto thing. Right. Um, I, They did it a second time, actually, because... Um, <laughs> Why do you guys bring this out? <laughs> I think it was him that mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I know, but I'm just like spewing it all out. No, it's uh, awesome. Um, um, so, on the second, the, the, the following year, they wanted me to give away the crown, if you will. I'm glad uh, you added, missed, added, if you will. Uh, uh, <laughs> trying to use some good words. <clears throat> and... Um, and they actually flew me from because I'd gone to, I went to Montreal by this time, and they flew me from Montreal to back to Ormocto to give away your your title, my title, which was on February fourteenth. It was Valentine's Day. Whoa! And then subsequently, my son was born on February the fifteenth. Oh wow! At the same time. The, oh, the wow. very next day. The very next day. Well, did you get home? I actually uh, no no. Well, he was in uh, his mom, <clears throat> and they were still in Ormocto. This is like they they lived there. Like, oh oh, this, I see. You know, was, this was like a romance from my military days. Oh wow, and stuff like interesting, that, right? And um, it just so happened that Darren was born on February the fifteenth. Yes, my name too. And um, you could call him Sam. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah, so I actually from when we were doing the contest um, after the, the, this was the second time, so I've given away like my crown and stuff. And um, uh, Steve, I forget Steve Mitchell, who owned the club, uh, he came to me probably about like twelve thirty at night. You can imagine the state of mind, right? <clears throat> And he goes, um, we just got a call from Wanda, which who was like Lorette's sister. And her, I don't know, should I be mentioning names? I don't I, know. He didn't say anything last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, uh, and he said, uh, you have to go to the hospital now. Hmm. And it was like 1230 at night. I imagine in some regard you knew it was coming. I did. Well, I did. I didn't know, though, it was going to be like that morning like right sure sure because when actually when steve called me he said Liz, listen sam we want to get you back to do the thing and i went well okay like um i'd like to stay there for like three four days though you know so it was just a matter of doing the flights in different days but i, I had planned to be there andrew t- t- to your point for like three four days because it was of course you knew it was that window yeah yeah i see in that window right right um, so it all kind of happened and you know well, timing is everything in life. That's, That's great. And yeah, so uh, and then, so I gave away the crown, and then Darren was born, and and there you go. It's a great weekend. That was <laughs> what a weekend. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, and then again, fast forward to going back to Montreal and going to the studio and coming here, and and then doing background work, and and then I um, I knew that I wanted to stay in the film industry, so I had to figure out how I'm going to do that. Without like, because I was selling cars at the time as well. Um, so I went, I know, get a, be a member of the crew. 
Okay. Like figure out how ah, to how to effects. Well, it actually started up as set deck. Okay. Because I was a set deck creator at first for like probably two years. Man, you're just navigating your uh, way. Oh, this totally, is awesome. Totally. Yeah. Well, it, that's you know, it's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, um, and then from being a set decorator, who, who, for the most part, and I'm shout out to set decorators because they have this is not an easy job, but for me, for my portion of it, it was like your glorified mover. You're moving furniture and sure. stuff and. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, go know, put it there. Go put it there. So you and the thing, and somebody says, okay, want the couch here. And da, da, da. So, yeah. But like, you also have to move the TV or the stereo because the camera's going to go there and you get it out of the room. Correct. And exactly. <clears throat> so you need to learn those types sure. of things. And I went, okay, this is cool, but I want to do something else. And I saw the prop guys. Right. And I went, oh, I like that. They play with all the toys and they give it to the actors and they. You know, like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And I'm not moving <laughs> furniture that much. And you have experience with firearms? And I've, well, I, I've had exactly have experience with firearms. Um, and at the time, that wasn't a relevant point, but it became oh, relevant okay. later, right? Um, and then uh, someone, okay, let me check out some prop dudes because they work together. Sets and props work sure. together. So then I met uh, a property master, and then you know, and then I started doing dailies, doing props at that point. And I went, oh, cool! And, and then I was like, turns out like I was kind of a natural, you know. I pay attention, I know how to fix stuff, and you know, real quick and stuff. And I went, okay, this is cool. I like this, but the stunt guys, <laughs> hmm, that's cool. That's cool. And that fits right into my wheelhouse. <laughs> I can blow shit up. I've been around fire. I've been around noise. I've repelled out of shit. I've dropped and broken and fucking driven and whatever. And, you know, and, and all that. And I went, this is good. This is like, these guys are like the special forces of the the, the, the movies. Whoa, <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we see new t-shirts coming. It's true. Listen, <laughs> what, 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 what do special forces do, right? They fly in, do their shit. And they're out. Well, you know, that's what we do. That is exactly, that is what, we exactly what we do. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's what we do. So I went, oh, wait. And the chain of command, I get this. Mm -hmm. Been mm -hmm. there before. Totally. Totally. Right? And and also, too, though, the, the, the discipline that's needed to do that job. So, which was, all, I've had it from the military. And, you know, I, I work under pressure and all that business. You know, like, shit's firing around you. Don't worry. Just do your job. Stay focused, you know, train, do blah, blah, blah. So I went, I think I want to go there. <laughs> so uh, then started talking with special or uh, stunt coordinators and stuff. And at first, you know, they go, yeah, right. Yeah, kid. <laughs> Dwayne McClain. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys know, right? Yeah, he's going to be here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not today. But we should have, you should have a Veterans Day. I could. That would be fun. You should have a Veterans Day. Fill the room with guys. Totally. Oh, well, rip yeah. me out of this seat. Put someone. No, no, no. You, you're the you know. See, the, you're the royalty that has to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I'd love uh, to be in the room. So yeah. you know. But you you have been. Yeah, I certainly have been. Have oh been. yeah. You have been. But learning some stuff. Oh man, it's cool learning this stuff about you. You know, uh, I love this. Yeah. It's well, you know, and. I don't get the opportunity to talk about myself a lot like this. Right. And, well, we don't but, talk but about this kind of stuff on set. You don't. You really don't. You just kind of just hang out and and all of what all of us because it takes a certain personality 
to become a stunt person, mm -hmm. a stunt performer and a stunt coordinator, or to just be in the zone right there. You and know, to stay there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's an exclusive club, if you will. Yeah, we, you know what I mean? I think so to some degree. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, like lots of people, hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, and, and, and you know, know immediately. I mean, you know. You, you can do. just tell the person. He can say all, all he wants, but you know. Absolutely. You can feel it. You sniff it out, right? Mm -hmm. um, and some of us are fortunate enough to have been able to stay there for whatever your background is. Um, but now you're here as, you know, as a regular, because it takes like seven years really to become like, yeah, I'm a stunt guy. Yeah. You know, you don't do two stunts. To get your name out to there get your name and, out and, and heard by every year. And yeah. let people know you yeah. for whatever skills you bring to the party totally. or whatever, right? And if there's anything in life that can discourage you from anything, it's becoming a stunt guy. Copy that. That's, that's not wrong because you have to, you have to be diligent. You have to want it. You have to, you know, just make the calls and not be a pain in the ass and perform and be there. That in itself is a balance. <clears throat> but it is kind of like you anything. You want to be a pain in the ass, but you got to make the call. <laughs> right. But it's, uh, you know, that that is kind of like anything really, but it is particularly hard with the industry being so small, so tight, kind of like a little community. It's, you know. The special forces and Right, that's right. You mentioned that. Not everybody gets to go there. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm already thinking of a, of a logo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. We fly in, we fly out, you know, we do our shit. You know, sometimes we sometimes we have to sit around for 10 hours before, you know, you've got like 15 minutes of jump off that shit right there. Yeah, yeah. You know. You're in your honey falling asleep. Yeah, it's Correct. terrible. Get Darren, now he can crash the car. Well, well, right. Is that, at what time? Hard oh, time. It's 2.45 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> You know, you've been, oh, yeah. You know, so my, fa my favorite's crashing at the very beginning of the day and then resting the whole time and then having to crash again at the end of the day. Isn't that fun? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When your body's all seized up. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. Or, okay, we're going to do the stair fall first up, but we're going to shoot part of it at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. You know, okay, so you do four, five, six times, whatever. And now <laughs> the seizing happens. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, you're up. Are you napping? Is yeah. your body hurting? Yeah. Come on Come out. Come on out. Advil is my friend. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Advil. Yeah, shout out to Advil. We're doing all kinds of sponsors after this. So how, how long were you doing? Were you in the military? What was going on? I did, um, I did, I think it was probably a year and a half of, um, of uh, reserve work. I was a Canadian Grenadier Guard. Uh, they're the guys that are at the foot guards on, in Ottawa, part okay. of the hill. Okay. Most of them, they're all CGG, Grand Air Guards. Um, I did about a year and a half of that. Hmm. And, and then um, I stopped for a hot minute, and my, my memory kind of lapses at that point because I don't know what I did to propel me to go to regular force. Um, the, the only thing I remember, because, again, it was like, you know, 1978 <laughs> um i was walking down the street with my friend stephen price down in montreal and st Catherine street and we were both looking for jobs at that point right um and uh so we're just la, 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 la. hey the recruiting office let's go in there because at that point the military was actually lobbying they needed people they needed uh people to join the army and uh, there was commercials and stuff, and 
I had been in the reserves, and Steve also dabbled a bit in the reserves. Went, ah, fuck it, probably easy place to get a job. So we went in and uh, applied, if you will, <laughs> again. And uh, we got calls like two weeks later, literally, okay, so you want to come in for a physical? Fuck, <laughs> really? Because, again, we... <laughs> We didn't really think it was going to happen. It you didn't just... get another job between applying and that two-week call, right? No, I no. I, okay, so you needed a job. Well, no, I needed a job. I did. You know, I actually did. Okay, here we go. I know <clears throat> this is going to go. I did a couple of stripper things one time. Whoa! It was what it was was it was contests. It was contests. Was it in our muckdown? No, it was it was in Montreal at Club Two Eighty One. And they had, uh, they had. You milk. like contests? Apparently, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm a stunt guy. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, give me a challenge. Yeah, Fucking, right. Uh, go ahead. How do you do that? I'll figure it out. You like full? We're nude? gonna do yep. it. Yep. Yep. Fucking Fuck right. It. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, and the, the first prize was 500 bucks. Second prize was 250, and the third one was 100 bucks. Yeah. And again, I didn't have a job. Yeah. Right. So I was like walking around. What'd you do with the 100 bucks? <laughs> Nice one. <laughs> and Randy, you are correct. Because I guess what? I, I won the congeniality portion well, I bet. of the amateur. Because it was, it was, you know, it was like, you know, like mic night, open mic night. Yeah. Okay, drop pants night, call yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, and that was in every week. It's it exactly like the same. Yeah. It's totally. It's like, ah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I did 100 bucks and we went out and we drank some beer and fucking it was gone in like two hours. But Nice. That was me. I was looking for a job, making some money. So they made it. They made a call. You took the call. They said, "Come in for a physical." Come in for a physical, and um, so I went. They were and, they were impressed on how quickly you could get your pants off. Well, they, they practiced. They, apparently, they saw my Mister Armacto. <laughs> <laughs> this this thing got me everywhere. This, yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, it was just one of those things, and and uh, I mean, I was in shape at the time. Again, I just got out of the military, sure. and I was all you know. It was, it was you know, I had like a six pack, not a one pack. Yeah. It was cool. For sure. So, um, um, and then I was actually living at my grandmother's house at the time because I got kicked out of my house for you know doing a bunch of steal the car smash the car fucking all this winning stuff. hundreds of dollars <laughs> well they didn't know about that they didn't because again i'd moved back with my folks and then um my mom got a call because the phone number had put down this again before this was prior <clears throat> to cell phones and right. stuff so my contact numbers that i had put down on my application was my home number which i still remember to this day 366 it's amazing. Now somebody's going to get somebody that else's call. number now. Yeah, scaring there. there. <laughs> Area um, code five five five. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But now, I mean, now you can't even remember like mm. somebody's oh, address. You know, the technology has made us kind of simple in many totally. many ways. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, you know, totally. but uh, yeah. So and they phoned my mom. So my mom phoned my grandmother and said, "Darren, did you join the army?" And I went, uh, yeah. Well, they gave us a call, and apparently you're in, and you have to be at blah, blah, blah station on Jeez. the bus. At, you know, and So from the time I actually went in for the first interview to the time I was on the bus going to Ormacto was probably two months, two and a half months. Oh, wow. So now you probably hadn't even mentioned anything regarding military 
to your grandmother. So this was a wicked surprise for her. For her too, yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. Now, did you do your basic training in Nova Scotia? or, or no, I did. In Nova Scotia in Cornwallis. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <clears throat> Which is no longer there, correct? Correct. It's no longer there. But yeah, that was, uh, that was when, you know, when you joined the army. And again, like today's society, how everything is switched, you know. People were screaming and yelling at you, calling you all kinds of names. Yeah. You know, maybe now it's like, now they have like HR departments. <laughs> In no the military. shit. Yeah, because my son's in the in the military. Darren's in the military. Oh, is he? And um, he was telling me things now that it's like, um, well, you can't really scream at people anymore because um, you're going to have to go to the commanding officer and you could be talked to about that. That's fascinating. Um, and there's no like... I won't say beating stuff because that's not that it's not but you know like physical like you know sure there was no like back in the day you know if you're lagging or you're kind of like you're being slack and they know you're being slack it's not like a physical you know, <clears throat> kind of give you a shove and mm-hmm. get the fuck in there and blah 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 right none of that none of that that's just abusive behavior what kind of soldiers really? do you think are gonna so come right so what do you think is going to happen when soldiers actually like deal with you shit you can't call the hr department when the enemy is yelling at you correct correct it's really it's it's a fucked up situation over there it really is it's like you know darren was telling me stuff like oh no you can't do that now where do these rules come from like what what's making them uh i think i think part of that is our society where we are right now yeah. So is it that stuff like this gets public and, and becomes popular and then they go, oh, fuck, we got to change it? Or is it like, is it integral change? Like, is it something that somebody inside actually thought we should change this? Well, you know? uh, the thought, I think, uh, it's, it's a good question, Andrew. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of, it's society driven, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Point in time. That's kind of what I figure. Um, however, it applies only in certain areas, not everywhere. I don't know, like, um, I digress. I see the airborne thing written here. Yeah, and, yeah man. And, yeah. and it brings a, a memory to me when the airborne regiment was disbanded. And I think it was an Afghanistan thing. I'm not sure if it was, uh, it may be prior to Afghanistan. I'm not quite sure. Um, But what happened was they sent the Airborne Regiment to do some peacekeeping in a country like, you know, Middle East. Um, Airborne soldiers are not peacekeepers. Those guys are special forces. You you hire, send airborne guys to go in, fucking kill, get the objective, and get out. Okay. That's their job. Their, their whole training is geared towards that. It's not geared towards humanitarian missions. Everybody needs a fucking pit bull once in a while. Damn right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had one here. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, everybody needs one of those. Yeah. And every country needs one of those. Sometimes they're like they get talked about, but you know what? When you want to get shit sorted, you got to have the right people in the right place and send those guys in and fucking do that. Totally. Right. Yeah. So, again, back to your question of what's driving this new age military, mm-hmm. um, social. 
and and um, politics, basically, getting elected, getting. Ah, okay. I, I like you. You're, you know, you you you're a nice guy, and you're a humanitarian. You're not gonna be fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think it just filters down through there. I, again, I, it's it's a huge question, and and I personally don't agree with with that thought yeah. or theory. I agree. Because this is the military. It's just like stunt work. You come to work, somebody calls you, you come to work. And it's like, um, well, I'm a little sore here, so I can't really do that right now. Totally. Fuck you. I called you to come yeah, here you, and you. fall down the fucking stairs. Mm -hmm. I told you this. Yeah, totally. So... You know, you know, one of the coordinators in town had a young guy come up to him and said, "Is is this gonna hurt?" <laughs> he said, "Just get okay. off my set." Like you know, of course, we're not, that's not the intention. No, but you see, Randy, what you said though is this is this is the difference. Like right now, in in every freaking category with kids growing up and prior, maybe the generation before me, I don't quite know. Uh, everybody gets a trophy, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Fuck yeah. off. You didn't win. You don't get a fucking trophy. Right. This Maybe, world has obviously gone. We're afraid to hurt somebody's really feelings. Really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. By the, and saying that said, Darren, we have nothing to give you at the end of the day. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking for a bottle of tequila. When okay. Leave that, that's, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I came here for tequila. That's a trophy. That's a trophy. That's, a, that's an attaboy. Well done. <laughs> but it, no, it but like that. you said, it doesn't apply in every area. And Ooh. I would imagine that there are areas of... Our government and our military, where this stuff still doesn't necessarily apply because it's managed to stay under the radar anyway, and they don't need to make these changes because society is not necessarily going to see anything. Yeah, well, they're not, and and again, the military has many, many different departments, just like the film industry. You have the admin department. You have the people who put the paychecks together. You have the people who don't, you know. You don't they, now. They don't necessarily have to, in my opinion, anyway. Don't have to like be subjected to like fucking get under the wire or. No, of course like, not. You know what I mean. So it, it it needs to be gauged to whatever. Yeah. You don't just take a paintbrush and paint the whole thing. Exactly. And go. Everybody's got to do this now. You know. Yeah. So again, it's I, I because I mean. The odd time, it's not like I sit there and watch military training films or anything like that. But, you know, you parts of websites and stuff. And you see, like, what some of the other militaries in the world, mm -hmm. how they're trained. And, like, you know, so now you're going to send a guy who's going to go to the fucking HR department because he got screamed at in basic training? Yeah. There's some very yeah. famous videos about Navy SEAL training. Yeah. You know, you can't take it. You go ring that bell. You, yeah. you know, you quit out, right? Yeah. You're not going to the yeah, HR of the Navy saying, they made me carry a log. Yeah, for this long. And yeah. then he screamed at me when I started to buckle. Yeah. Like you when, yeah. I mean, you got. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you have to temper the steel. You know what I mean? Wow. If you're going to make a knife or a sword that fights in battle, you've got to temper that steel. And if the steel can't cut it, you don't use that. Correct. Exactly, you know. It's so uh, silly. It's uh, it's very silly. Again, you don't send airborne dudes to keep the peace. 
you know, th those guys are there to go in, get it, do what you got to do, kill people, fuck it, and get out. Now, you know, I don't go in there and start talking. So listen, hi, my name's John, and um, I got some cash for you. And uh, can we make a deal? Uh, no, you don't. Don't send those guys for that. Just send other guys <laughs> for that. Because John's not. I don't give a fuck. Boom. Get, there. Hundred percent. That's why you send those guys in there. Now today is like a data age. It's a communication age. It's it's uh, uh, behind tech, you know, or computers, and uh, perhaps maybe in your time it was more of a physical thing. It was more of a guy going in with a gun or whatever it might be, and it was like a physical thing, when nowadays it's drones and computers and all this other stuff, maybe there's less reason for some of this stuff? I don't know. That's a good point, mister. No, I don't a, know. That's a good point. It's a good point, but at some juncture, you're going to have to go in on the ground and, and do something. With a rifle. But, but, but you know. <clears throat> to that, though, it's true, because they're techie dudes. They're mm -hmm. guys that are going to sit there way back. They're like almost artillery. Sorry, yeah, they got green sorry, hair like this. Guys. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they know how to fucking operate a drone and drop shit like fucking like right here. Mm -hmm. So. I, I, well, we might not have to have them crawl under the wire either. But there's guys that have to crawl under the wire. Let's, let's make them crawl under the wire. Right. There's there's those. And exactly. Special like, forces. Stunt guys. I'm listening. Not fucking SSEs. No, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> so, so then when you you and how long did it take you to get into driving tanks, and how did that work? Did you just say I yeah. want to be a tank driver? No, nice one. So in my when I and when I say, do you like to camp? He literally said that to me. Do you like camping? <laughs> and, and and I camped every weekend with my family. Do you like tents time. made out of steel? But no, but don't, no, no, no. I just, no, <laughs> no, I just <laughs> said, do you like camping? So again, I mean, recruiters also have a quota. Okay. Right? Just like there's a quota. Right? Okay. So if this office, you know, like they need to recruit X amount of people, that, they, that that's the corporate part of the military. Right? So they, they find the right buzzwords and the right things to say to you. Sure. Right, like they're not gonna say. So, do you like getting shot at over a wire? Yeah. yeah. Do you like to camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Do you like the outdoors? <laughs> sure. Right. Do you like three meals a day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like contests? Yeah. No, but what the 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 question the, how that happened, Randy was. Um, so I was asked those questions, and then and then he said, uh, "What about armored? Because you have to do an aptitude test prior to that too, and it, you know, and it gives the recruiter." the spectrum of what you're you, capable, you're of, capable doing. of doing sure. from the aptitude test. So I like there was a whack of stuff and, and there was actually pilot kind of showed up, but I didn't have the education for it, you know, because I didn't even finish high school. Okay. So, um, so then he said, do you like armored? I didn't even know what armored meant like armored. What's that? Yeah. And then he said, driving tanks. <clears throat> I went, fuck, what? Count me. What in. fucking buddy? I'm there. And 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 <laughs> and here's the here's the kicker of this. Again, my, my life, you know, I, I really feel like I'm kind of blessed in a sense. I really, I really do. Um because my motto in, in my whole life is always, you know, try to do the, just try to do the right thing and right thing will happen for you. Like just fucking do the right thing. 
timing also. So when I joined in 1978, I was a tank driver. Um, there was a lot of firsts that happened. Canada had just bought a whole um, regiment of brand new leopard tanks. Like I literally took the plastic off the seat of my tank. It was fucking brand new. Wow, from, that's very cool. cool. From Krauss Maffei, Germany. Do they smell like new cars? They do. <laughs> fucking right. No, they do. The fucking <laughs> fresh paint. The, the I'm telling you, they do. Like because you know, I, I went to Centurions prior to this because Canada had Centurions before this. So um, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking unbelievable. And then. Because Canada had purchased these new tanks, now, politically, like, the bus is going to take a turn here for a minute, but politically, you know, you have to show the people of Canada where this money has been spent in right. the military. Sure. You know, we bought new jets, we bought new this, fucking whatever. So we now became, like, the showpieces of the military, right? So Interesting. With dignitaries, where we were doing demonstrations, fucking going all over the place with these brand new Did you strip? Tanks. Did um, you strip in front of the tank? Well, not in front of the tank, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it got hot inside, it right? Got, well, no. there's actually pseudo-air conditioning in them. Really? Yes. Okay. The, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the uh, MBCW system, the uh, Nuclear Biological Chemical Warfare <coughs> System. Yeah, we knew what you meant. Thank you. Well, just for the people who don't. <laughs> uh, it acts like a bit of an air conditioner. Cool. But, um, yeah, and so I, I was fortunate enough to, to do that, and I'm going to add another piece to it because I was actually the first, and this applies now, I was the first BIPOC-trained leopard driver in Canada. Fascinating. Be, just because of the timing of it all. Um, when I went through my driver's course, so I was double qualified driver gunner, but when I went through my driver's course in Canada, I was the only black dude in the course. Wow. Um, what year would this be? Wow. Late 70s, eh? 79, no, no, 1978. Late 78. Okay. Late 78. Man. That's an aspect I didn't even think about. Me Jesus. neither. It was actually pointed out to me from a, an old military friend of mine, like probably 10 years ago or something. He went, hey, Sam, you know what? You're the first black guy trained on leopards oh, wow. in Canada. Huh. Because we were the first guys to be trained on those new leopard tanks right from... Uh, from Cornwallis because again too normally you go to Cornwallis and you, you know you do your basic training and then everybody splits off to their respective postings and stuff right so you got like a, a platoon of guys call it a hundred guys or whatever and everybody splits off not us all of us stayed together from oh, wow. Cornwallis and went to train on the leopards so it was this whole, again, cool. the timing was very special it's very special how many tanks are we talking about well there's uh um there's uh four tanks in a troop and i think there's a four four five sixteen there's uh 16 plus three so 19 tanks in a squadron that's expensive and is there one man running that whole squadron or is it well, sort yeah, of there's, pieced in there's, the no there's how many directors on a show? Right. Okay. Chain of command. Cool. Same way. Hmm. The director, he's the commanding officer. 
The first AD, he's the sergeant major. He makes shit happen. Commanding officers talk to their sergeant major, and they go, I want this, 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 and then the sergeant major makes that happen. Same with the first AD. Same thing. Chain of command cool. is exactly the same. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, that's why I fit in so well. I went, fuck, I found my place here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. Special forces movies. <laughs> Love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so is it hard to drive a tank? Uh-oh. Can you see? You could drive a tank in three minutes, two minutes. It's nothing. It's um, the newer ones like that. They're semi-automatic, right? So, you, you, you know, there's park reverse neutral and in neutral there's a there's a neutral spin so you could actually turn in within the like track a center so radius the, sort of thing correct right okay and then there's a drive and there's low <clears throat> and um and and it's not a steering wheel well for us like before that they had tiller bars mm-hmm. so you know like yeah those yeah, types of yeah. things kind of like a skid steer or something correct exactly okay. like a, skid, a skid steer right and um leopards had like a half wheel like an airplane you know those yeah like a half wheel thing like that and easy and you competed in them i did how did again like you like contests this is from <laughs> I remember talking to you about this once before. That's right. That you oh, actually competed the, in the, the army cat, thing. That's right. The cat, the cat competitions yeah. in Germany. You competed for Canada. That's correct. Correct. That's exactly right. Wow, you pay. Yeah, you. For, that's first, why first, you do what you do. <laughs> at first, you had to dance. Then, then you had to strip, and then we get in the tanks and we move. No. What? <laughs> what kind of things did they make you do? He'll never forget that. We're going to be on set. One going to go. Yeah, you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, see if you ever on another Darren shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrew Butcher. Uh, no, I don't. I never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Lost a few days of work. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll bring out the Newfoundland again. <laughs> hey, man, that was cool. That was a wild day. That was a wild day. Yeah. I'm, I was glad you were there too. What you guys doing? Because there was there was just there was just Andrew. There was two guys that I could really fucking depend on. Andrew and Brian Thomas. Okay. Right. Yeah, Brian. Because I could them. throw these guys like anywhere. And yep. it was probably one of the, weather-wise and stuff, one of the toughest freaking days. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling yeah, me Yeah, that, that was one of those days where you just lie in the puddle and think about everything else but lying in the puddle. Try to find your happy place for fuck's sake because this yeah, is man. brutal. Now, see, now that's yeah. no, that's military. Signal Hill. That's it. Signal Hill. It was. It rained. It snowed. It got cold. It was hitting you from sideways. Sideways fucking snow. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy day. Crazy place. Weather-wise, big time. It was a crazy day, and you needed guys that were like, you know what? Get over it. Fucking get in there and do your job. To me, that's the best part about it. Andrew, Brian, that's it. I love walking away from shit like that. Yeah, and just going. We're still alive. We're We're still still here. here. It's all good. Right. We're not gonna die. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's the best part. It is. It's, you know. it's part of the... What was the show you're on? What was that called? It was a... It was a <laughs> Nobody Jason knows the Momoa. name of the show. Jason oh, Momoa. Momoa. He was show, a... Uh, Frontier. Fighting in it. Oh, yeah. Frontier. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was a big, big fight. And even at the end of that, because um, Jason doesn't give out the uh, boys very much, but he came up to me at the end of that and said, good fight. Because the whole night Sweet. was a fight. That was a wild one. Yeah, it a, yeah. It was like elements all over the Guys hill everywhere. and yeah and all all shit so yeah okay. and it looked good too all that fire and all that it and did it looked great it the looked, weather played a role it was awesome it played a nasty role but it did because it, yeah. it made it look that much more gnarly 
Yeah, man, it was good. Even the director kind of cacked out. Do you remember? Do you remember? There was a point. Um, oh, you know the director. Um, there was a point halfway through after lunch, and he was just done. And the DOP actually took over the rest of that evening. There was a point there that they just couldn't deal with it. It was like, fuck, man. Was, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. There was I do thing. remember the frustration. There was a totally. Was a what, with yeah. the weather? The weather, which, you know, got compounded into the scene and the, the, the storyboard and the fucking matching. And the, what, was, what was he frustrated about? All of it. Oh, just okay. just oh, the whole thing. That's interesting. Yeah, I think, I think he might have lost a little bit of control in what he was doing. Correct. Right? right? Correct. I sort of remember that. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Because it wasn't going quite the way he was seeing it or whatever. Because yeah. It was, and, just, and the DOP actually took over the thing at the end of it. And, yeah. And, okay. Wow. I, yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. But my fucking troops were there. Fucking A, man. Yeah, that's true. It's good. Uh, I won't forget that. There was two guys, you and Brian. They're the only two guys that I could go. I, those guys will do fucking anything. Yeah, and they're there. They have, and they will, and they will. And yeah. Shout there. out to I, Brian Thomas and Andrew Butcher. Copy that. Yeah, good stunt guys. Absolutely. And that's what you need. It's special forces. I don't care if you're wet and you got shit all over you. 100%. Fucking get in there and do your job. Yeah, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. That's why it's special. Well, you know, what I think about, too, is I think, well, the factory's not for me. The the big uh, warehouses aren't for me. Mm-hmm. So this, I'll, I'll stick to this. You know, totally. Big, crazy weather or not. Yeah. Well, you see, Andrew, you're kind of predisposed to it. I know. I know I am. <laughs> you're kind of predisposed that's, that's to it. That's the thing, man. Yeah. I also embody him when I go to set. Totally. I think about what he would do, and I'm going, you know If I what? get out of this puddle right now, my dad will be pissed. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, there is a... <laughs> I've always lived with that kind of thing, you know. And, no, and it's to a me, true thing. it's a good role model. It's it's a tough, good, solid role model to help me get through those things. Pan the good, room at this point. Yeah, I'm very lucky. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, very lucky. You are. You are. You're like, well, yeah. like I said before. I know I said in jest, but really, you're kind of like royalty. You're, you know, your dad's been around forever, mm-hmm. you know, and done like extremely well. And but you took to it though. Which is a thing on your part, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you yeah. You could have been like a dude, like, oh, no, I'm... Yeah, but see, you know, yeah. I, we've said this before. When you had a guest on, you mentioned uh, um, me hiring Andrew or my kids and whatever. And, um, if he, You know, you can, you can get the person in the door, but they have to have the moxie to stay in the door. Bingo. So there's nothing I can do about that. Bingo. They started auditioning as children. They started doing stunts as children. I have. I can't do dick about that. No, that's true. Um, so absolutely. I mean, you, you know, you can only introduce, right? And then if they take to it, then they do. And if they don't, then they don't. I mean, some again, some parents. And you know, that being said, some parents will just like try to browbeat their kids into whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not sure. that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's natural. I mean, Andrew's a natural in a sense that he took to it. He was introduced to it, and bingo, bango, like Absolutely. fucking yeah. yeah, man, yeah, man. I enjoy it. I just, I just like it. You do, too, you know. I know. I've had the opportunity to work with you a few times. Like you know that the Chucky thing that yeah. was awesome, man. That was great. That was awesome. 
I had an opportunity to, to do to some real good acting. acting. In that. You, you acted in that yeah. shit, and you had to. It was, yeah, you know, and we shit was changing on the fly. You know, yeah, yeah. I I can honestly say that I was pretty stoked to go through that little bar. I love smashing shit, and I, I love, wanted you to I go like over good, the railing and down yeah, the thing. Yeah, I know that's the stuff that I love the most. The fight scenes and the bar scenes and the smashing of shit—that's yeah, the best. Totally, you know, making a mess is the best. But I, I know I was looking forward to throwing you over yeah, that railing. Yeah, yeah, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. But still, at the end though, it was fucking awesome. And it was. You, you even saw the playback, and I know you liked it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, we're, we're oh, always, there's a smirk there. <laughs> well, we always look back at our own selves and go. But sometimes you don't like it. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, I did. You did. I did. You liked it. I did. I was pleased with what I did. And the thing is, is I've been on enough uh, stuff where um, the director isn't totally there for your subtleties. They want you to do something bigger, a little crazier, or something that isn't necessarily the decision you would have made as an actor. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go, oh, I had to do that. I had to do that. Yeah. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. But for that, I, I just got to do my thing, and nobody had any qualms. If nope. anything, it was it went really well. I was yeah. stoked about that. So. Yeah. You were given yeah. the liberty to do you. Yeah. And it, was, freaking, cool. it was good. You asked a couple of questions. Can I do that? But no. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, outside the things that you had me doing, uh, you know, the acting bit, that was, I was. That was perfect. It was good. Yeah, it was That's nice. Good. It was way, really nice. Way to go, butchers. <laughs> and thank you, Marsman. <laughs> um, and I have a picture of you coming out of a barn on your one Juan of your Murdoch. other shows that you did. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. With Alex. Yeah, that was, right, a, yeah that, that was that was a real cool. That was a good gig. That was, was a good cool gag. gag. Yeah, that was a good gag. You guys did really well. Like, you know, I, I, that was the first time I, I personally had to coordinate like that particular thing. You know, two guys running out of a barn and, mm. and to crashing blind through a wall. It was blind. The, yeah, that's was the fun. thing. The blind thing was like, yeah. holy crap, right? So, you know, we, we we walked through it. I don't know how many times. Oh yeah. You know, and it was like, okay, so do we do this? Do we hang on to each other? Do we just fucking freeze? And what the fuck? Right? <laughs> and the thing, yeah. you can't rehearse the thing. No. Like you can only go up to the thing, right? So yeah, like, yeah. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> right. And sure enough, though. The end product was fucking amazing. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, it man. looked great. Yeah. It really, really, really looked really great. Good. Yeah, you know? it did. It worked out well, and it was uh, it was nerve wracking. Being blind it was a little nerve wracking, but That's, it was that, yeah. too much fun. Totally, it was so fun. And you also had to do a little bit of acting shit there, laying up next to it. Damn thing. right, man! Oh. Call me for the stunt <laughs> actor Back there, bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just a cash. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit of both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. Do you still act? I woke up today. Ooh. <laughs> the world's a stage. Oh, no, somebody said that. <laughs> Things are turning because today he put on his pants. Right. As opposed to take off the pants. I think there's Sorry, a... Sorry, I'll let this go. running <laughs> No, man. It's funny. Well, it's something we've never known. Mm. You know, we learn about our friend Sam and... And that's what we're here for. I know it's kind of weird, eh? Well, let's get let's get. I need to pee. Oh, you need to pee. I need to pee. Ah, sorry, veteran bastards. I know (laughs) it's been a long day, (laughs) and we're back. (laughs) Awesome. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Andrew, he had a question about. Well, I just wanted to know. I more more about tanks. I I I love it. Like, what? How many different types of tanks did you drive, and how are they different from uh, one another? 
Did you drive? Did you? I drove. I gunned. Um, I I drove Centurions for a hot minute. Um, that was prior to the Leopards. Okay. And then the Leopards were like the Cadillacs of tanks. Actually, the Leopard tank, um, right up until even the XM1, like the XM1 was the American, you know, every year or two years or whatever, you know, a country gets the best kick-ass equipment, whether it's a tank, an airplane, a submarine, or, you know, every couple of years, countries, certain different countries get like, We'd spent like eight billion dollars on something or whatever. Okay. So, with tanks after the Leopard, the XM1 was the tank to kind of be reckoned with. Um, XM1, yeah. and that's the American. That, 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 the, the American. There was American tank had a 120 millimeter gun. Um, it was faster. Had Schaubern armor on it. It was a thing. However, the leopard, though, kind of like outmaneuvered. And so it was still up there in the number one ranks of tanks. And that was right up until, well, until I stopped following. There's probably a new one. Some country probably has a new one now that I don't know about. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I drove uh, I, uh, in terms of tanks. Because, see, the thing is, civilians... They call tanks, they call certain, like they see a military vehicle with a track and a gun. Mm -hmm. They go, that's a tank. Okay. <clears throat> it's not? It's not. Ah. <laughs> it's not. A tank is a, is a separate entity. Like the, you know, the, the artillery, for instance, has like 109s, 1155s, like howitzers, big guns. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, they're on tracks and they move around and civilians go, a tank. <laughs> it's not a tank. There's no turret. They can't fire on the move. There's the you know, tank is a certain entity in itself. Right? These are what makes a tank. That's what makes a tank. You, okay. You've got the hull and the turret, and they they're independent of each other, and they can swing around mm. and fire and move and fire and boom. They don't have to stop, stake pegs, boom, all that. So that that's a tank. So um, I drove a Centurion for a hot minute. But I know leopards. That's that's that was that's the, that's the one that I know. What does Canada use today? Currently, leopards still. Oh, okay. Still, is it leopards. an updated version? <clears throat> there have been updated versions. There's, um, we might be up to like a C4 or something, because initially it was uh, the leopard I drove was a C1A1, and then they went to C1, um, then they went to A1C2. So Canadian second model if okay. you will sure um and they upgrade the shit all the time you know like the the sites that can upgrade be upgraded the the gunnery but it's still a 105 though it's not a 120 millimeter do they upgrade anything to make you feel more comfortable like yeah well, 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 I, yeah they, well they put heated seats i think in some of them no. oh wow i know I'm just <laughs> i don't know i'm, no. I'm totally <laughs> fucking kidding remember when i'm totally kidding <laughs> we did that car commercial uh, we had all these oh, wacky man. guys. I wanted to mention that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then I remember taking a meeting for this, and they were telling me we're going to have all these weird trucks and cat cars and stuff, and we're going to bring in this 
American battle tank. I don't know what they call it. Yeah, it was an M60. An M60? Which was like fucking old. Which is really funny because they I, said... I'm, I'm pretty sure it was M60. Man, they, that thing was they said, wild. They said to me, do you, do you have anybody who could drive this? I said, I do. I got a guy. <laughs> well, now, now on that commercial... I got a guy. On, on that commercial, that <laughs> tank, I mean... For someone like myself who has never seen or even witnessed a tank and it's and it's like just doing its thing like that, um, just rolling down the road, it really was quite. I want to say intimidating, intimidating, but that's not is quite the word. The word. Yeah. It, it's like it seems like a, a word that's even too light. It is. It is. Light. It's crazy intimidating. Well, get nineteen of them rolling down. The road. That, that, well, I wanted. To, I wanted to ask you. It's got to be noisy. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, see, another thing I get to ask about is that I'm with Andrew. I've never been in the military, and I've never been around army tanks. So when we were there with this massive machine, um, <clears throat> I guess they had the owner guys that, from the museum the guys drive there. It. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just, I, I just because I said there were M60s, but I don't know because that's an older tank, right? Like. So I don't know what they would have had. Like I know they didn't have an XM1 hull there. So was it a Leopard hull? No, it's, was it a like it, what? What was it? I think it was an American issue Army tank. Um, an M60 sounds right. Yeah, that was that it's was like, that's a World War Two. Well, again, it's big. If you haven't seen a tank, then you're gonna right. know that's big. Oh, so it's right. not. If you see a newer tank, you go, <laughs> oh, that's big. Are there bigger ones? This thing was That's such a fucking okay, beast. Okay, never mind. Man. I'll leave it. <laughs> it was such a fucking beast. Yeah. And and the way the 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 track hit the pavement, mm-hmm. not only was the pavement uh literally tearing up. Tearing up and yeah. getting deeper. Yeah. But the uh but it sounded like like oh. just all the steel, you know? Oh. It's yeah, it's it's scary shit. It it's, is squeaking. Now, did you have the same It must have been an M sixty because the new the newer tanks have rubber pads in them the older tanks didn't and they mm. tore up the pavement like nobody's it did it totally man. tore yeah it tore it ripped up yeah. the pavement yeah but th- what what was really cool is you climb onto this thing and you look down inside the turret mm-hmm. and there was like i had i don't know i'm completely ignorant about tanks so i asked the question about how when you fire the thing you you're spinning this sucker doesn't it chop off your feet or you know somebody, but I guess in order to fire, you you have to close something, and everything closes, and everybody's got to be behind something. You're everybody has to be in their position. Yep. Um, or it won't fire. No, it will fire. Whoops. It will fire. The loader. The, 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 again, <clears throat> uh, the, I, like I don't know the insides of the M60. Um, but I, I know how a breech works and I know how a main gun works. The loader loads the the round into the breech and the breech goes and closes. And then when the crew commander says fire, then the gunner fires. That gun comes back. Yeah. If you're in a way, too bad Bye-bye. for you. Like the recoil of the Absolutely. And inside the tank, you don't hear anything. Like you just go you just hear like like you the, must noi- feel the noise it. is outside. Right, at the end of the muzzle. The noise is outside. You yeah. don't hear shit inside. Sure. Right? Huh. Um, you just hear the round ejecting from the breach. You know, the, the clanging and fucking load another one in there. Um, it will fire. If you're in a way, it's going to fire. 
So it's all that. And the gunners, there's always a cage or there's something right next to the gunner here. So, um, you know, he can't lean into it and go boom, like it's not there. And the crew commander knows to keep his knee out of the way because he's just about like the gunners here and the crew commander's like here over top of him. So if the crew commander's knee is sticking out this way and the breach comes back, boom, it's going to hit him. So he knows, keep your fucking knees together. So this is a job where you don't just relax and let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's well, not. you got to pay attention. How fast do these things go? Um, well, I have somewhere in my photo archives, I have a photo of us the 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 squadron driving down the autobahn in germany whoa really i have a photo of this oh, just a, a second just a second no i have a photo of this no, just a no, second no. there are people in this world like myself who have never driven on the autobahn in a car yeah 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 and you drove on the autobahn in, in an a tank. army tank That's correct fucking cool that is correct now the autobahn <laughs> like like certain parts of the autobahn are speedless as we know it's right. not it's not yeah, the whole autobahn it's, it's, like the fastest it's certain parts right. of the autobahn Spot in the world yeah of zero limit right um i have a photograph of us going down the autobahn um going from like exit to exit let's say to get into the, like the next town mm -hmm. um and to answer the question of how fast they go i'm trying to remember i'm thinking probably about 80 kilometers 70 80k okay. wow. it's 44 metric tons i'm not even i i'm not even sure what that means but it's, it's 44 huge. metric tons yeah in a small confined <clears throat> space it's not like a tractor trailer this is 44 metric tons of combined fucking steel and weight right so with um, two tracks that that turn independently well if they want to no that's when you better be on your game well it's again it's a steering wheel Oh, it's, it's a steering it's wheel. A, well, it's, again, it's not a steering wheel. It's that half. Pardon me. It's, no, it happens. Jesus, Jared. <laughs> I know. I know. Fuck. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Don't you know silence? I love that sound because that means money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's another producer calling. Darren, yeah. we need you. We need you, man. Sorry. Can't go. Yeah. No, but it's, it's like a half wheel. That half wheel thing. Okay. Yo, right. Sure. Plane, mm -hmm. Like a plane thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's like, I don't know. Does it have power brakes and stuff? It's it, they actually the brakes are actually um, they have there's two brake systems, and the main one is nitrogen back. It's backed up with a nitrogen cylinder, so you can you if you hit the fucking brakes on this, which happens a lot. Well, with the new drivers, you can always tell. This was a thing actually. <laughs> this is actually funny. When we we're doing a gunnery course, you could actually tell who the new drivers were by the gunners because the gunners a lot of times if you had a bad driver they had these little scabs on their nose here <laughs> i'm serious because like because <laughs> you got the you got they're aiming it up you got well you got your your episcopes so you got your sights here and the gunners like he's kind of like hovering over these sights all oh, the time oh Right, and if you've got a driver that doesn't know, not too hard, <clears throat> all the time, 
And next thing you know, you get little fucking scabs right here from smashing into <laughs> the thing. So the brakes are very touchy. Like you can stop that thing like really fast, but you you you're gonna damage the crew in the back. You got three guys. You got a loader, operator, and gunner. Or you got the the loader. The loader is an operator, and the um, the gunner and the crew commander. So mm. if you jam the brakes, okay. on, you're hurting somebody. So that's four people per tank. Correct. Driver's separate because he's in the hull. Right. right. Okay. And everybody else is in a turret. But you can communicate just fine. It's well, all it's all there, obviously. Headphones. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You got your own little tank built uh, podcast going on. Now what were <laughs> now what, what what does it mean when when you're uh you're living in a city and all of a sudden tanks are rolling uh rolling through? What does that mean for people? Well like Again, like the film industry, they get notified. When you're doing an exercise, when you go through like Germany or sure. whatever country, uh, you're notified. If you're a resident, you're notified ahead of time. Yeah, locations guys go ahead and put Correct. something and in, your, in your mailbox. Exactly. Listen, you're going to be an exercise here, but tanks are going to be rolling through, blah, blah, blah. Um, and back in the day, actually... Um, some of the farmers would welcome that because what would happen is sometimes you're again you're in oh, scare all the well no no you, you'll drive i i also have another photograph of us and i'm in the photograph it's hard to tell it's me because there's a bunch of us but i'm just before a cornfield and we're kind of leaguered there and then we got orders to advance so we drove right through the fucking cornfield so then there's an assessor from the government that comes behind that. This was at on the day. I don't know how it works now. And they go, okay, well, oh, how much damage here? Ah, oh, I see. yeah. Oh, okay. and, they, and they cut you a check. That's mm -hmm. fascinating. Right? Um, there's also, like, there's been stories of guys driving through, like, chicken coops, farms, or whatever. Oh. Chicken died. And how much would that chicken would have produced at that? for its lifetime right and then the government would cut them a check so again in germany when i was like the, the, the farmers like, yeah fucking park right here park right crazy here. this is great you know because again the assessor would go back after if you did any damage wow and and uh now i don't imagine it was only farmers dealing with this well, it's it's just farmers that we, they didn't drive through somebody's house in like downtown. Right. Okay. Fucking, okay. You know what I mean? But because again, wars are and battles are not well now they are, but back then, you know, like there's the fields, there's the all of that, and that's so they would yeah they just drive around and they would farmers would love for us to just drive through their shit. Wow. They get paid for it. Now, what if it wasn't training day? What if it was war day? Well, then that's war day, and who fucking cares at that point? Just save yourself. <laughs> like, there's no, okay. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's war. It's like, yeah. if there's a war going on, you're, and you <clears throat> live there, you know. Right. Like yeah, if, if right, you're okay. In, you know, if you're living in, like, Poland or So it's not It's not like it's Ukraine, a surprise that you come rolling rolling down. Only, well, yeah, if there's a war. I mean, if you're in Ukraine right now, you yeah, know of you're course. in a war zone. I see. I mean, okay, of course. And there's no sneaking up on anybody. No, I mean, well, what do you mean? Are they noisy? Like in terms of tanks, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, see, tanks, like, you're not sneaking up on the infantry, but you're still moving ahead. 
Yes. And you move ahead, you stop, right? And their their sides do the same thing, you know. So you're not sneaking up on anybody necessarily, but you're moving ahead, and and you know it. You know you have the infantry in the front, that's kind of like scoping shit out. Right. Clearing the path. Correct. And then you get the special forces guys. Bunch of stunt people. Correct. That drop from planes <laughs> prior to all of that and sniff around too. Right. Right? So they drop out of planes, the stunt guys, sniff around, go, it's clear, boom. Then the infantry right. moves up, then the armored moves up, then the artillery moves up. It's a whole thing. It's a fucking process, right? Right on. I'd heard, I've, I've actually heard from some guys that actually say that being in a tank during these times is pretty frightening. It is. That sometimes being on foot is actually a better thing because you can get behind a tank or get somewhere else and the tank is like out in the middle of thousand fucking percent. nowhere. Thousand percent. There's actually a statistic that, um, and I don't know what they are now, but I think the life expectancy of a tank crewman in World War II was like eight minutes. Holy fuck. Like eight minutes from being in a battle, let's say. So if you're like in a 10-minute battle... Jesus. Because it, it's, a, it's a target that once you hit it, it's not fucking moving. Well, you know, I, it's, it's... Now, here's a... I, okay, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this, this is an off-topic, but if you're, uh, if you're in a tank and you're in the middle of a field mm-hmm. and you get hit with something that immobilizes that tank... Are you guys as equipped, uh, weapons-wise, helmet-wise, whatever, to get out of Dodge? Um, does that make sense? Or are you bound to that tank? Like, can you climb out and, you're, and you've got a gun and a rifle and whatever? Yeah. Uh, you haven't watched many tank movies. <laughs> no. Are there any? <laughs> no. Yeah, but see, uh, no, there's, see, there's okay, Fury. There, there's that, the Fury. I'll tell you what. There's, there's a... There's what's the movie with Brad Pitt? Fury, yeah, Fury, Fury with Shia LaBeouf and Brad Pitt. Right. I watch a lot of movies. Don't believe a lot of shit. Yeah, well, same, same. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, we do them. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> we work in the land of make believe. <laughs> but well, realistically speaking, and fortunately, I haven't been <clears throat> in that situation, but I can see that play out. Mm-hmm. And if you get hit with something in a tank. In the middle of a field, <clears throat> chances are whatever hit you, yes. if it's not an artillery piece, like let's say it's an anti-tank weapon that just blows your track off, some yes. dude with a fucking M72 that's sitting there going, boom, blows right. off your track. Yep. Now you're fucking done, right? So you have a choice. You stay in your tank and try to fight it out. Or do you get out and run? You're in the so middle of a field. Piece in the fuck out of you, right? But you're in the middle of a field, right? So you're now you're. They fucking, can see you. It doesn't. Well, totally. Like you can go. Like it's an assessment. That's it's a call on the day, right? Like, do you stay here and try to fight? I guess it depends or, on who's. I suppose uh, that, who's around you. Like, do you have the troop? Is it like four tanks? Is it like fucking sixteen tanks? Like, right, right. Like you know what I mean. Like it's an assessment call that has to happen. Like in, in uh, on the in moment, hurry. Yeah. Right, because if you get out, 
There could be a guy because in a tank you don't just have the main gun; you have like three yeah. other machine guns supporting machine guns. Right. So you get out, they go, and then just track it down. Right. So hmm. it depends. It's a judgment call at that point. You it's know, interesting. Like, do you stay or do you go? And, and yeah. You know, who's supporting you? Like, do you have, like, you know, four other tanks? Go, okay, dude, we got support fire for you, but brr, get the fuck out. Come behind our tanks. Totally. Right? Or are you all by yourself? Or is it... It's fascinating that a tank will be left um, alone kind of deal when it just you blow his track off. And They're never yeah, alone, right? kind of over. They're never alone. Like, unless they get lost, which Americans do a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I so. saw those movies too. No, they do. It's that natural fact. Like, is I've there a McDonald's in the area? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you're always traveling in a troop of at least four. Okay. There's at least four of you. You should be. If there's only one of you, oh fuck. Well, you shouldn't have I a guess the other three. Then there's a problem. The communication has broken down. You've fucking lost yourself. You know, like there's always you should always have a supporting group with you. Yeah, with that shit, like all the time. It's crazy. Just like, well, you gotta have a coordinator, a safety guy, a guy with a bat, and the guy that's gonna fucking jump off the fucking thing. It was a decent movie, though. Fury. It is. It was, was it all right? Was it not directed by Angelina Angelina Jolie? Oh, I don't Are know. Are you kidding here right now? Nope. I I I didn't. I don't think it was. Really? I'm not on camera, so I'm gonna look it up. Oh, you're um, not on camera for this whole thing. Am I the only guy on camera right now? No, 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 no. I see no, three she, cameras in the house. Deanna, Deanna just cut away from him as he said that. Oh, whoops. Yes, that's why I said it. Um, <laughs> I say tape everything and let the editor deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> you got to hire that guy. <laughs> no, Fury was directed by David Iyer. Fury, Fury is one of the most... Um, Accurate, accurate depiction yeah. of a tank crew. I wondered. I always wondered that. It is really it? And it's is. a true story, right? It's technically. Is it? I, I don't know. That I don't know. Hmm. But to watch it and and have lived part of that life in a sense, fucking hundred percent. Wow. 100%. Are, what what other tank movies are there? Uh, well, what's the one? Kelly's Heroes. Uh, Kelly's Heroes, right? Kelly's Heroes Donald is Donald Sutherland, man. fucking the Beast. And everybody's all that. in that. Yeah, this is cast of Ben Hur in there. It's yeah, like, everybody's in. Everybody's there. in there. But but in terms of like um, reality, um, technical information, yeah, emotional decisions and traumas and all that, um, Fury is. For me, one of the best oh, wow. movies. I have to it, watch it, it again. It actually kind of like, yep. I saw it not too long ago. fucking close to what would happen there. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Totally. So, so when you were done driving tanks, did you drive tanks right to the end of your military career? Totally. Okay. Totally. So when you left, the day you left, you were a mili- you were a tank driver out. Correct. Well, after jail. <laughs> well, now let's just talk okay, about that. and the bus just took another <laughs> turn. Um, I was a weed smoker. Yeah. Oh, still hey. am. <laughs> still yeah, I am. Uh, now I can say it out loud because I'm in living Canada and, and I'm all good with that. Oh, I got a little. Did in my you guys want to take a break or <laughs> cut? <laughs> cut, editor, please. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, um, yeah, I, I smoked weed. Um, I didn't even drink at the time. Actually, when I was in the military, I, like I didn't even drink. Um, I. 
I, I was a weed smoker, um, and I aced a lot of stuff. Like I, you know, I I did. I came in in the top ten percentage of pretty well, much. You're winning every shit. contest. Well, yeah. you were chosen to compete with the leopard, right? So that makes sense. I was. It totally was. And and there was there was a bunch of guys that could have picked. Like so again, I was at the top of my game with that shit, and I had this notion of like, you know what? Fuck you. I can smoke weed and I can kick fucking ass. Meanwhile, these guys are all drunk and hung over and you know, they're they can't perform and blah 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 and all that because again I wasn't a drinker, right? And I was like, these guys <laughs> Yeah. Like really? Fuck off, right? And uh and I actually got caught three times for smoking weed. <laughs> totally. And that was when the military had adopted a zero policy. So what happened was my commanding officer really liked me, and so did my sergeant major. Like, they backed me up, like, big time. Shout out to uh, Major Burge and Sergeant Major McMillan. They're like, have you, have you ever it's seen... It's legal now, uh, guys. You're not in shit. You ever seen this guy with his clothes off? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, really, for real. I'm telling you, man. I got court-martialed on the last fucking time, uh, the last, my last trial, and um, it was... It was uh, you know, I actually felt really bad. Honestly, because these guys actually stood up for me. Yeah, just bring that a little closer. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they and, and they, they stood up for me, and I kind of I feel like I let them down in a sense because I still kept smoking pot. Yeah, but I still fucking to this day, to this day, to this fucking like <laughs> two hour moment. <laughs> but it's true. Okay, so just a second, you got busted. <laughs> For a pot, three times. Correct. 30 days, 85 days, five months. That's what I did. Okay, just a second. That went by too fast. 30 days. No. 30 days, 85 days, five months. That was Okay, 30 sentences. days first. Oh, one. No. for each for one joint. Okay. For one joint was 30 days, and that was in Edmonton, Alberta. I still remember the postal code, TOA2HO, because you got to write letters all the time to your parents. No fucking way. I'm serious. I'm serious. TOA two H O. So were you stationed out there? No. Oh, you were stationed here in Bermudo. Yeah. And then they flew you out there. That's the big house. The military. You could be in Germany. Yeah. And if you get busted for, well, it was supposedly, uh, I think at the time was like anything over sixty days, Mm -hmm. you had to go to the big house, Mm -hmm. which is in Edmonton, Alberta. It's a Lancaster Park, actually. TOA sounds like a Beatles song. Yeah, but you had to go there. But my, my commanding officer on the first time, I think he took it easy on me because unknown to me. Um, so I spent like three, four days on the military, on the, the base jail. Then there's a two-day travel to go to the Edmonton place. And you stay there for like 20 days or so. And you come back. You know, so it wasn't, you know, it, it, it wasn't like, it was shit, but... I learned to know later, well, he did me a favor by doing it that way, as opposed to me staying on the base in that fucking jail, because the, the, the base jail was brutal. It was just a shit place to be. So, uh, but I didn't hmm. learn my lesson, obviously, because <laughs> 30 days, 85 days, five months. <laughs> so, but uh, I just, I had this thing in me that, you know what, I, I will perform, I will fucking be all of that, and fuck off with your smoking weed stuff, you're giving guys booze at the cheapest rate in 
Canada. Go yeah. go to a Legion. A beer is like two dollars twenty five cents. Totally. Whiskey two bucks. Yeah. Like they promote, they promote alcohol. Like mm. they, they're like, <clears throat> you know, because that that's old school. You know, back like the Navy, like they used to give you rum rations in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they, they give you shit to impair your shit, right? But huh. now. But back then, it was something else. Now, now, the military will actually subsidize your cannabis for your um, depression, if you will. Um, I know a friend right now hmm. who's still in the military but on uh what do they call it uh, eternal extended leave or eternal leave or whatever okay. mm-hmm. because they had psd ptsd and stuff one ounce and a half per month the military pays for for her to fucking have weed and smoke weed and just calm herself down no shit how's that make you feel dead serious it's like shit really but it kind of vindicates my my for well, that's that's the truth it, it, you know, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. It proves my fucking point. Yeah, yeah. and you were just a part of learning, like a learning, a greater learning. Their learn. That's yeah, right. yeah. Exactly, Andrew. Exactly. I was just part of their their growth and learning. You know, along with like, don't scream at the fucking recruits. <laughs> but <part> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Right, but huh. at the same time, that's where it's come to, like. Uh, now, if you get caught for smoking weed or something, oh, counselor. You yeah. got to go to a counselor. Oh, oh, second time. Okay, counselor. And maybe maybe change location. Now we'll repost you to like Edmonton or whatever, Colmox, BC or whatever. You know what I mean? Back then I was like, oh, weed, out. So different times. Yeah, that brings Big me time. to a whole other subject because right now marijuana in Canada is legal and there's a whole lot of people in jail. Yeah. For minor marijuana infractions. And I'm not talking about guys that are smuggling two tons, you know, 500 pounds. I don't care. Hmm. But there are people in jail right now who should be let go. Absolutely. You know, we made a mistake. In, or we are, No, they may not have made a mistake. We learned. We learned. We're learning. It's over. No, we're You're learning. free to go. We're but learning. But what was yeah. the, what, why was it illegal at the time anyway? Well, that's a piece of history. Right? Yeah. It starts from the United States in a sense. Do you know, back in, okay, I'm going to be a bit loose with my facts, so give this up. Yeah. Uh, look up so everything. anyone watching. Everything yeah. Darren says, look it up. <laughs> look it up. No, but, but I'm close. I'm close. Um, there was a time when... Maybe 1910s, 1920s in the States <clears throat> that you were actually subsidized by the government if you grew hemp. Sure. And that's true. On your farm. That's correct. As a matter of fact, that sometime it was illegal not to. Bingo. Yeah. Interesting. But what happened was prohibition had a thing to play with that whole thing and it, my mind gets foggy with that yeah not um, to mention the tequila or, or the lack of tequila, lack in of tequila maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
No, the thing, we're, we're in a very interesting time in terms of like medical shit. Like right now, they're talking about like using psilocybin and, and psychedelic oh, yeah, drugs sure. to, to, you know, to combat like depression, PTSD, and PTSD, all that Even business. Alzheimer's and all this, all, all that kinds shit. of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we're so fucking backwards with that stuff. We're learning. We're, we're trying to learn. We're trying to learn. You know, yeah, man. And, and um, I'm not saying everybody go out and get fucked up. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, there's use and abuse. Correct. Totally. In everything. In yep. every whether food, love, sex, what, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. Totally, yeah. man. There's use and abuse. And right now, I think that the humans, the human. Okay, my last name is Mars Man. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> Putting it all together, <laughs> uh, but I think that we're 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 started figuring out. Okay, you know what? Maybe there's something to this, this stuff that we've been going. No, stop, fucking, you know, big like, time. We're, we're starting to go. Wait a minute, maybe this there's something to this, you know. And you know, I mean, look at the natives and the I fucking, think exactly like that's the point. I think there's always been something to it. Correct. Uh, my youngest daughter studies this stuff. Yeah, it's. She went to Peru. Is it Peru? She went to Peru. Yeah, to try the ayahuasca stuff. Yeah. Oh my uh, god! Incredible. She did wow. three weeks, man. Wow. And hardcore. That's, oh, yeah. that's yeah. fucking intense. No, she's, oh yeah. She's got incredible wow. stories. I believe them all. I want to try. Uh, try. It's amazing. It's and amazing. I think that, I think it's always been a part of uh, our nature, but we have gotten away from it, um, and we should really go back. We've denied it, Randy. Yeah, and 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 again, I I go back to I think a lot of it is politically driven. Of course, uh, it's obviously society driven, um, because if you don't know, then you're going fuck that. Well, politically driven, societal driven, wants to control, mm -hmm. um, and you have a bunch of free thinkers out there taking uh, ayahuasca and psilocybin mushrooms and yeah. and whatever else. Um, mm -hmm natural substance that makes you otherworldly well you know some well, of the well, most creative it, 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 i think it opens up your it, it just 100 percent. it does it does uh mm -hmm. and some of the most creative people in the whole world that have done some of the most creative things and built the most creative ideas have, have uh they've those ideas have derived from this kind of stuff bingo and so and i think that uh, nowadays it would be silly for anyone not to recognize that correct Absolutely. Mm. You know, it doesn't mean that you should smoke or no. or do whatever it is and get behind a wheel or do any these things. Again, like no. you said, there's there's like a gauge in there, right? You got to... Use and yeah. abuse. Yeah, yeah. use totally. and abuse. And respect. And yeah. respect for all that shit. Like, yeah. You know, know what you're dealing with and deal accordingly. That's actually on the bottom of my email. That's my tagline. What Love is it? it? Know what you're dealing with and deal accordingly. That's my tagline. Mine is... As, um, I know what yours is. <laughs> Yours is, experience is not expensive, it's fucking priceless. Yes. <laughs> Except for the fucking priceless Yeah, no, part. I should put that in. And it's at the end of, it's at the end of this, uh, yeah, podcast. It's at the end it's of this podcast. It's at the end of the podcast. We, we put that up. It is. Because it's I great. I use it sometimes. Well, you get, you know, we're in the same industry, so we get all sorts of um, pushback <laughs> from producers and things. Feeling parched. Yeah. <laughs> what am i doing I'm, jesus i'm gonna kill your you know, buzz people people are gonna think uh well we do four of these a day so it's okay 
No, 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 I'm kidding. This, this is like the Ellen fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we get all sorts of uh, pushback from producers on uh, a weekly basis that this is what things cost and whatever, whatever, you know. Um, I won't get into it, but yes, experience isn't expensive. It's priceless. Well, it is. And anybody, again, this falls back into um, human nature. Um, You know, if you're hired to watch the numbers, then you're just going to watch the numbers and you're going to forget about the physical aspect, the, the physiological aspect, the human aspect of shit. You just look at the numbers. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, you know, what, what, what I, um, whenever a young person comes to me and says, I want to be a stunt performer, is it hard to become a stunt performer? I, I usually tell them that it's easier to meet God. Because <laughs> yeah. at one point in time, being a stunt performer, you may meet God. Well, that whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, but I tell them, I said, I have a question that I'll ask you. And if you can answer this question, not only will I hire you, hmm. you can live with my wife and I. Because I know they can't answer it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So what is that question, Randy? Well, I'll tell you, Darren. <laughs> I know. I know. That was good. I know. He's been very quiet there, but no, I'm no. going to bring his ass out right now. No, yeah. but I'm getting to a point, though. The, mm-hmm. the question is, mm-hmm. what physical skill can you bring to my game that 100 of my very best friends can't, can't do and haven't already done in a thousand films and on television? You can't answer it because in my phone... That's a, that's a hard one, buddy. <laughs> in my phone, in, in my phone, I have the best... Motorcycle riders, yeah. car racers, martial artists, scar- martial artists, gymnasts, skydivers. Absolutely. You, I, ha- I have a tank driver in my phone. So the, the point is this, that if you're spending a quarter of a million dollars today, uh, that, direct, that producer has a lot of responsibility. So it's my responsibility to him or her mm-hmm. to hire the right person. Mm-hmm. So... What's really hard is, despite the fact you want to be a stunt performer more than anything in the world, and you've got a great look and you're whatever, whatever, what the hell makes you think I'm hiring you when I can hire my buddy or my buddy's buddy who's done it a thousand times already? That's the problem. And that's where experience isn't expensive it's priceless because the value that that producer is going to get by spending the money I tell him you're worth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is out there, man. Yeah. Like, mm. No, it's true. It's a, a thousand percent. You know, Randy, like, you know, I, like I've, I've spoken about my journey into the film industry and all that business and mm-hmm. shared a lot with you and all that. Right. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I, I I consider myself a fairly intelligent individual. Yeah, we've talked um, about it. I, I, I you know, I, I <laughs> you know, I sniff around, you know, I, all that, and you know, you, you do your thing, right? And there's a very few people 
that I have known. I've known you probably 20 years, really. At least. But, but we've really gotten to know each other in like 15, 12, 15 years. 20 like, minutes. Oh. <coughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really. You're one of my favorite people right? in this business. Brother. Andrew, like uh, I was introduced to Andrew like probably 10, 12 years ago. Yes. But no. I've never gotten to know him until like five years ago. Probably, yeah. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Really? Yeah. Right, you know. Hey, uh, Andrew, you know, Randy's son. Okay, cool. N now he's like Andrew. Yeah, that's right. Right? That's right. So that's how that works. And, um, you know, I, I, again, I've, I've had the opportunity to work with many people in different facets of life call it military call it fucking whatever um in my mind there's seven personalities in the whole world it doesn't fucking matter whether you're english french english german arabian arabic fucking china doesn't matter we're humans and there's seven personalities there's idiosyncrasies amongst those but there's general things about people like you said, like prior, you know, you want, you know it. You go, that, ah, yep. You know it. Within 30 seconds, it's fucking done in your head. Yeah. Right? You're one of those people for me. Like, you know, I look up to you. Like you're... I'm taller. You've, you've, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, that's why. Well, no, you're not. You're right, I'm not. <laughs> I got a half an inch on you, buddy. <laughs> No, but but you are you're one of those guys, Randy. So yeah. wear that, wear that, own it, and because people look up to you, exactly. I, I I do, I do. You're one of those dudes, man. Like fucking solid guy. If he looks at you in the face and he goes da 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 da, got it. You know, if he goes no, this is good, got it. Because you, whatever it is, your experience, your all of that. You know, you're one of those guys. So. Uh, again, like I said at the very beginning, I feel honored and privileged to kind of be here and chat with you guys. Thanks, well, that's some Andrew. experience Andrew. right there. Thanks for bringing the tequila. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna get crying. <laughs> it's soon, gonna I cost think. you a lot of money. No. <laughs> but you no, know I'm what? serious. I'm dead serious about all that. So, well, hey, I'm, cheers, yeah, Darren. I'm cheers dead to serious. that. Cheers I'm, to that. I'm dead serious. <laughs> really, really. No, thank you for that. That's you know, kind. You know, I, I've I've met other people's. You know, children and offspring, all that attrition, fucking whatever. Yeah, but this is this is cool. This is cool. Well, see, to me, me, that oh, right there, you. that right there defines uh, what you say. Experience isn't expensive; it's priceless. Not right there, because uh, maybe I'm speaking for Darren, but I'm also speaking for myself. That at the end of the day, I'm gonna uh, take with me um, the. My my time was spent here, but I got memories. I got things to think about, things to remember and talk about. All that stuff is part of the experience. And uh, even if you're buying the experience, uh, no matter what it costs, um, it's priceless in what you come out with it, right? What you get to remember and think about because I think that your ultimate happiness relies in looking back. At the good shit. Hmm. It's absolutely. not necessarily what we're doing today. It's what we're uh, thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And and part of what we're doing today hmm. is part of the story next year. Yeah, man. Because what you did today and what you're doing today will forward itself 
to fucking litter. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, it's oh, an yeah, education. That was fucking cool. Like, you know what? I, I, you know, I learned something. Yeah, that was that was cool. Yes, yes. So, and and we, you know, we 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 neglect some of it. We we don't. Um, again, technology to yes, some of it's good. For but, sure. But some of it, you know, we need to learn how to fucking talk and sit around and. There needs to be something change that tears stuff. us away from that stuff. Yeah. Right. And I guess this is what podcasts do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Loving it. Which is I'm funny because it's full of tech. It. It's, full <laughs> it's like full, yeah. of, full of new tech. But it's a but it is a medium. It's like a way of being able to use new tech, and come to like a, a less technical uh, Te- experience. Tech. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, I'm not going like, to say technical. <laughs> Can't even say technical. You know, right Andrew now. turned me on to podcast with Joe Rogan and uh, a few others, oh. um, Les Friedman. Oh. Um, yeah, man. I love it because I get I travel a lot, and if I have hours to spend, I love being a part of a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't get to participate in the conversation, ask questions or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Um, usually, the the person that's moderating the podcast asks that question the right I need questions and, yeah yeah and then the person that keeps you engaged yeah i love it i yeah, absolutely yeah. enjoy it totally cool yeah okay. i need to go 10-1 again now holy so this is awesome. shaking but I I, I, you thought i was dancing right now didn't you you thought yeah. i was getting ready i thought we were getting you, a contest yeah, I, I, going. you thought i was getting ready to bust the move right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was thinking like here we go no, I got to pee again. Okay, so <laughs> you, okay, so you guys talk amongst you, yourselves. You feel so far, well. so far, this is a record. Yeah, this two is and a record. Two and one. Two and one. Yeah. <laughs> two and one. I've been here like freaking two hours already. All and right, I, I, we're, we're I, gonna I, go. We're gonna I, go I, to the Badger for a little bit, uh, uh, something to eat. But when I get back, it's is so, there a, is there a pool table over there? No, because apparently I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> One of you all, both. Oh, <laughs> he already knows what I'm going to see. <laughs> are, are decent. Have seen, know the right end of the stick. Yeah, that's yeah. Our, those are our sticks there. The black ones. Well, mine. everybody can fucking have them. No, no, but uh, I know. I you'll know. see where mine's. <laughs> you can screw mine in half because it travels. That's oh, it's the black one. Yeah, I know. All the kids and Ron to have their own. So come and see. We have to do this one time. Yeah, yeah no, like, be sick. Uh, if not tonight. Okay, okay. I'm going to put this in my contract because I want also a big uh-huh. fucking rim when I come back. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> you know, this table has to be open. Okay. And we need to make it an editor's nightmare. Have you seen my table? Well, no, I have not. Here, pull that aside just a second, real quick. Huh. I, I, no, I saw the pockets. That's all I need to oh, see. Oh yeah. No, I saw the pockets. I, okay. Harley, yeah, you, Harley Davidson, black Randy, and orange, buddy. I, I saw the pockets. I saw. The pockets. <laughs> so maybe next time, um, let's do like a three-hour thing. Yeah. And put some and make it an editor's nightmare, but. Have the pool. table open. Yeah. Fucking well, call some shots, buddy. Copy that. We're we're in a couple of right. three and a corners, I four just, and a corner, three and a sides. Like, come on, let's go. I find it fascinating that come uh, see. he's assuming there's gonna be a next time. <laughs> no, 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 no. True. Okay, cut back to <laughs> 
too much demand. Everybody yeah. wants to be on here. And, I know. And, uh, it's you know. true. That's why the numbers are like, they're, th- they're in thousands. Now, <laughs> and I did yeah. say somewhere in there, like, you know, I, I feel honored and blessed to be asked to come and like, Really, no, even after a bunch of tequilas, uh, it's, um, it's, it's ours. Have you. It's you know, ours. You know, I'm telling yeah. you, we're the ones like that are on it. Cool. Yeah, man. Loving it all. Same. I know. So, how does this go? So, so then we go to. Um, uh, I don't know. There's got to be something else. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Uh, let's talk about your stunt career. Like, uh, oh no, uh, uh, this. <laughs> oh, I. What are we talking about? Nothing. I thought we were going to um, wings and oh, no pool table. We're going to go down to there's the badger, no but there's no pool, pool table. table. No pool table. Oh, that's where it went off. That's yeah. where it went off the rails. <laughs> we need to play pool next time and have this podcast. 100%. The podcast at the same time we play pool. Correct. Okay, that's not a bad idea. No, I'm telling it's you, it's not. Hang no, the mics uh, from the ceiling, get a little bunch of. No, just that's just, true. Just need a couple cameras up there. Yeah, yeah. We could have lab mics. Mm-hmm. You know, just so have lab mics on. Like I said, it's an editor's nightmare, but it'll look great though. There's no editing. We roll. We cut. Cut. There yeah, you go. That's true. Right now, <laughs> Deanna's just back there she's, finding she's shots. Switching. Yeah, she's switching. Mm-hmm. Not all cameras are recording oh. at once. I can't wait to sign the board. And now I have to think. Oh, hey, oh, well, yeah. do that right now. No, no, uh, I need to think. I, I, oh, my God. Well, here. Because once think, it's down there. If you think with this, you might embody it and okay. sort of just start. Well, that's true. Okay, we'll go with that. You know. da, 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 da. <laughs> we can talk and you can sort of think. <laughs> so, Darren, uh, what's, what's next? What are you going to do? Well, we're going for wings and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, further, further down the timeline. Yeah. Shout out I, I to the know. Black Badger in Cambridge. Really, you know what? I really don't know. What's next is uh, more, more and better of what has happened so far. Right. Basically, I agree. Learn from what I've learned. Yeah. Act on it. Trust cool. it. <laughs> Trust it. Can you believe that? Matt's out running uh, uh, marathons? Oh my God. I, oh, I saw that picture on Facebook where he else, was bent yeah. over and there was a wire behind him. <laughs> I know. Huh? It looked like he was giving me a, doing a jerk, it's right? just getting ready to go, right? Yeah, I thought that was, it, he, we're, it was so, so, so weird. I know. But it, it was almost perfect. It was perfect. Matt went, did a, um, <clears throat> a marathon. Yeah, yeah. And he's leaning over on his legs getting a breath, <laughs> I would assume, right? Okay. Well, that's the end of the race, actually. Yeah, so, but there's a, there's a trailer behind him mm-hmm. with a pull-down door. Mm-hmm. And okay. when you pull down the door, there's a wire that goes from the door to the to the trailer. Okay. But that wire mm-hmm. was it was looks <laughs> like it's attached to Max Matt's back. It looked it's like he's ready it, to and, do it. and he's and he's curved over. He's yeah. like he, he's, he's, ready. he's ready to go. He's ready to go. He's he's ready to pop it, right? Yeah. Okay. So, That's hilarious. So I went, so <laughs> what's the wire for? <laughs> but yeah, he's That's I mean, funny. he's running marathon. He's going to London. Um to run a marathon at like the end of October, beginning of September or something. The hell! I, I mean, I, I want him know. on the show. I want to have Matt here. Oh, you gotta! Have, oh no, no, Randy. No, no, I you gotta I, have. Oh him no, I'll have him sure. here. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Gotta, he's uh, he, he's been like busy. Like Andrew him. was just out for him. He's out again next week with him. Yep. Yep. Totally. I mean, I'm I'm doing I'm covering <clears throat> for him on some of his shows. Sweet. Yeah. I used to cover him a lot of shows. I owe Matt a. 
huge deal. You, you got to bring him. You got to bring him. It's like personality all over the place. Mm -hmm. and, and experience and uh, the th stories he's got. Bring him up for yeah. sure. Love it. Oh, and the yeah, best man. jokes. Well, he's got a couple good ones. You won't stop him. There's that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, wow. Yeah. I'm glad you were on camera for that, not me. <laughs> Fuck it. That just happened naturally. <laughs> mm -mm. That's hilarious. Well, signs give. Yeah. Every every nice. every guest signs our table. I know. Our, our table is going to be worth a lot of money someday. Mm -hmm. Pick a spot. I'll be dead by then. Andrew, put the glass <laughs> where you think you might want Darren to sign, so he doesn't sign where Shawnee should. Right here, right, right over, right there. So don't sign there. Sign there. Yeah, sign, sign, sign where or the glass sign, is. Sign actually wherever you want. Don't sign <laughs> there. Shawnee was our um, first guest. He he made the idea of doing this, of and signing? then he got up and left. And then and he we got up and, and left, he and he's the it. only one who wasn't signed. Oh, you're kidding! No, so he's got to come back oh, and sign our table. Oh, you got to leave a huge spot right, right where there. your left, right where Fuck your right him. hand is. He's going to sign. Well, he said he called the center. He said, "Oh, did so he? Okay, put however it, yeah. he wants to do it, because this, this is the center of the whole." Center. I'm sorry, I brought it up. Darren, sign wherever you want. <laughs> um. Fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> see, like people. Just, <clears throat> fuck. Um, yeah, that all. No, you say what? It, it's hey, so listen, important to you know, me. I need time. Take your time. We don't have to rush it. You I'm sign the sign table, the and table. we're gonna go have some chicken wings. Can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what I'm gonna write. Can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh He's writing. Can't do this anymore. <laughs> now nah, uh, we get it. Believe me. Fuck, right. I'm gonna take my time to make sure people can. It's legible. <laughs> so glad you made the trek from Toronto to my home mm -hmm. uh, to speak to Andrew and I and yeah. uh, just have a conversation about whatever, whatever, and and have a buddy. Uh, a shot it's of been tequila. awesome, man. I'm so in. And stand up paddle boards, everybody. That's yeah, the fucking new yeah. thing. Like get on a paddleboard. It's the moral of this whole the, story here. I love yeah, how we yeah. framed it with the paddleboard. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's just good writing. That's just, you can't make that <laughs> shit up. Oh wait, yes you can. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, man. Fucking right. you guys. Well, Let's cheers. cheers. Let's go get some Let's chicken wings. Uh, never mind. I was just going to say. All right. <laughs> cheers, Darren. Cheers, cheers guys. Everybody, I love you. Cheers, buddy. All right, yeah, man. man. Cut it, Deanna. <laughs>